nail biter for the Cavaliers. Blue Devils win with big plays. Monterey goes to 3-0. From ucsportsnation.com, this is the High School Playbook. The Upper Cumberland place to talk prep sports. Built by Mountain Barn Builders. Quality products, a high level of workmanship. Mountain Barn Builders, storage buildings, animal shelters, gazebos. Visit Highway 127 between Jamestown and Clark Range. Glad you're spending part of your Labor Day weekend with us. Welcome to Chick-fil-A Interstate Drive where folks are getting here, getting their biscuits and chicken minis and getting ready for the Labor Day weekend, getting ready for some college football. Surely that's part of this weekend's story as well. We're going to wrap up week three of the high school football season across the Upper Cumberland as we move through this hour. Visits to Gainesboro, Crossville, McMinnville. We'll also visit with members of the White County Warriors who are here with us at Chick-fil-A Interstate Drive. Let's get things started with a look back to last night. Monterey improves to 3-0 and on the season. They beat York Institute by a 20-6 to final. Lebanon gets past Cookville in the final seconds, 21-14. to Jaden Baker, four catches, 72 yards. Mace Thompson, 13 of 20 for 171 yards as the Cavaliers were stopped in the final seconds. We'll talk to Jimmy Maynard about that in just a couple of moments. Jackson County gets their first win of the season. They beat Sale Creek 27-20. to Upperman goes to 3-0 and with a win over Cumberland County, 41-7. to Jackson Rollins, six carries, 120 yards, and two touchdowns. Daniel Metzger, three catches, 71 yards, and a score. Cumberland County held the ball some 33 minutes time of possession, but just 105 yards of total offense. Station Camp beats White County 14-10 to the final. A turnover in the final three minutes led to a Station Camp score, and they come away with a win. Stone Memorial beats Livingston Academy 49-12. The Panthers are now 2-1. Macon County beats DeKalb County 32-29. Macon County with a 75-yard drive late in the game to score that win. Isaac Knowles and Colby Barnes both with touchdown runs for the Tigers. Joe Burns beats Red Boiling Springs 52-0. Smith County wins over Maplewood 56-16. Warren County and Ridgeway, Cannon County, Sequatchie County, Gordonsville, and Oliver Springs all canceled because of COVID. Well, it was a, um, a tough way to finish the game last night for the Cookville Cavaliers, but I guess in some ways, Jimmy Maynard, you have to be pleased with how your team kind of got off the mat last night, getting down early, and, I mean, they got right back into this ball game. Yes, I, I was very proud. We got, you know, we got behind 14 to nothing there early in the game, and, you know, it had been easy. They hit some big plays on us, got us on a flea flicker there early, and then got us on a wheel route off of their jet sweep. And, you know, they got some explosive football players. They had some kids that can really run. The quarterback's a great player. But, you know, our kids kept fighting, and, you know, we managed to put a score on there and make it 14-7 to going in at the half. And, and really, after the first quarter, we really, you know, we, I thought we outplayed them. Uh, you know, we, we took the second half kickoff, drove it all the way down, just punched it down to the 30-yard line, then we turned it over on a fumble, which really, really hurts. And uh, But kept battling back and, 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 and tied the score at, at 14. You know, we tied it up at 14 there in the fourth quarter with about 10 minutes left. And, and uh and then they, they proceeded. They had one good drive the second half. A uh, little number two, their speedster got loose on a jet sweep there and was able to punch it down there. And they punched it in and scored and went up 21-14. And then, you know, we get the ball down to the one-foot line. And 
feel like that we really scored on third down, but you know, the officials saw it <laughs> differently than I did. But and then on fourth down, we we of course going for it far from the one foot line, and they get a little penetration and, and get a stop there, and which is which is back breaking. But you know, we we kept playing, and at the end of the game, we we take it back down there. We uh, thrown in the end zone there at the end of the game to try to tie the game up, but great effort by our kids. Uh, just you know, we uh, we're getting better. Uh, I knew we were inexperienced on offense, but our offensive line. We had a couple of guys out last night. Our starting center, uh, Sam Harness, was quarantined, and then our tight end had COVID, and he was out. So we were playing a couple of guys short on the offensive front there last night. So extremely proud of the guys that that. Uh, up front because we, you know, Lebanon's got a good defensive football team, very good football team. They were the preseason pick to win our region, and, you know, we were that close. You really, offensively and defensively, for that standpoint, really dominated the second half of this ball game. We really did. You know, we had 68 We had sixty-eight snaps on offense and 350 yards, and, uh, you know, we, we did. We just hurt ourselves sometimes, or the fumble really hurt us, and then, you know, when you get down there close, you got to get it in the end zone, and we got down there close twice. And, and give credit to them; they made the plays when they needed to. But uh, you know, we got to we got to take advantage of those opportunities, and, and we did not. And uh, but again, uh, our kids are so proud of the effort that they gave. When you get behind fourteen to nothing against a good team, it's easy to to ease up. And our kids did not; they kept playing, kept battling, and that's what we expect. And, and proud for that fact. How difficult is it? to have to make a change at center on the offensive line. Well, I'm really worried about that because the young man that played had no, absolutely no playing experience in a varsity game. and uh, uh, But he did a good job. Uh, you know, we're shotgun snaps. You know, we had every snap was on, on target last night, which you always worry about that. And and they were, a, they were an odd front, which means they play a nose guard. So you, you worry about that too, you know, when you're having to go up against a big kid there. and uh, But, but Daniel Otero stepped in there and, and really did a good job. Proud of him. Abe Goolsby stepped in and tied in and did a good job for us, a sophomore there. Uh, so, you know, I'm proud of those guys. That, that was that was valuable to us because we know now that they, they can play in big games and, and they, they got that experience, which is, is always good. That guy's worried about getting the snap, but then he's also worried about that guy that's right over there across tough, the line. Toughest, toughest office offensive position to play is center because you you know uh, the rest of them can just fire off the ball and get their guy he's got to be able to snap it and then make and then make a block which that's that's tough not many can do that your wildcat package with the whited brothers do you like that i do Uh, you know both of them are good runners they're quick kids and uh, you know we probably need to expand on that just a little bit more but uh it, it was it's been good to us it's it's gotten us some plus yards and just a little bit of a change up you know uh Mace is, Mace is a good runner, but he doesn't have the quickness and the speed as, as, as Wayland does. And so, you know, that that's always a good package to have a, a quarterback that can run. Do you have a lot of things you can do out of that Wildcat? There are a lot of things you can do. You know, you, you, you get your misdirection. You got your jet sweep stuff. You got your quarterback sweep. You, we got a couple little pass plays off of it. And, you know, we just need to keep expanding it and, and try to, you know, try to make it a, a big part of our uh, you know we just broke it out last week a little bit so we got to expand on it a little bit more probably talking cookville cavaliers football on the high school playbook with head coach jimmy maynard are you concerned about the penalties at this point uh yes you know we had some things uh really had a big pass play call back because we had one of our receivers that did not get up on the line of scrimmage and and i don't understand why that happens because you know we that's 
that's something we do all, every day. But you know, uh, that one really hurts. Those, those kind hurt. Sometimes you're going to get, you may get a face mask or you may get some of those things. But the not lining up properly is very concerning, and and you know it, it cost us a big pass play last night. And, uh, well, got called back because of it, but you know we had I think eight penalties and they had about nine, so both of us were penalized, uh, you know, quite a bit. We we cut back on that last week, but you know we had some we had some last night that you know that that's that's hard because you know we get behind the chains. We're not a we're not an explosive football team. We have to grind it out, and you know we don't have those type of players. You know we and and we can't get behind the chains. It makes it very difficult when you get behind the chains and. Uh, we we obviously got to clean that up. You said that you are seeing your team get better every week. Where do you see that? Well, I think I see it in in all phases. I you know I, I, I see our you know our offensive line, which was you know we played with an offensive line last night that had zero starts uh, from a year ago, and uh, you know I, I see I see them getting better. I also see that we still got plenty of room for improvement up there, but. Uh, I, I just think that we're we're getting a little more continuity with our offense. Defensively, uh, we're we're getting better. We're not we're not blowing as many coverages and assignments as we were. Uh, so you know, and that's to be expected early in the season. I think from any football team, just because of how early it is in the season. But uh, you know, our kids are practicing hard. I can't you know they, they're 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 paying attention in practice. They're working hard, and and as long as they'll do that, you know, the wins and will come and we just got to keep playing hard and 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 doing what we're doing and hopefully you know we'll be lucky enough that we can pull some games out you know last night was you know we were that close and against the the team that was picked to win our region and a team that's a little more talented than we are but uh you know we a few things better that we 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 can win that football game how do you how do you get that message across to your players is it well you know you, you watch the film, and, and the film don't lie. You know, I, I remember when I was in college, you know, I thought I played well, and then I get in there and watch the film. It wasn't as good as I thought. <laughs> and, you know, and they say, you know, it's never as good as you think, never as bad as you think. So, and and that's true, you know, but we do a lot of film study with our kids. And, and you know, uh, when you show them on film and they, and they realize, hey, you know, they may not realize it when they're playing, but when you show it to them on film and you study the film and they see the mistakes that they're making and, uh, uh I think that's the biggest thing, and then kids have corrected themselves. I know that we had some issues early on, and we we talked about it, and actually talked about it pretty strongly, and and they got them corrected, which that's that's a plus, and that's what you want to see from inexperienced players is is, is correcting their mistakes. Thanks for spending some time with us this morning. Hey, thank you, Jimmy Maynard, head coach of the Cookville Cavaliers. The High School Playbook is built by Mountain Barn Builders as we're getting you caught up on what happened last night around high school football in the Upper Cumberland. It was a night of, uh, well, losses hurt. It doesn't matter what kind of loss it is, but there then there are losses, and both Cookville and White County uh, dealt with those. So Mark Frazier's head coach of the White County Warriors, you, you said a couple of minutes ago that you hadn't lost many like that. That one hurt? Yeah, that was not the... No, no loss is good, so you're not going to enjoy any of them. But the uh, last night was a little tough. I felt like we had a lot of self-inflicted problems, and um, you know we we did some things basically that we controlled. I guess is how you'd word it that caused the loss. So you know, kind of kind of hurts a little bit more when you feel like you could have 
just done a few things mentally and uh, to get a win. But, you know, they come in all sizes. A loss is a loss. So we got to move on and continue to try to get better. Station Camp wins the game last night 14-10. to 10. White County with a turnover in the final three minutes. Yeah, well, I think there was four minutes to go. Um, we had a bad snap on the punt. We've got a kid that, that he did a great job snapping all game, just had one bad snap, and punt goes over a guy's head. We were snaps it down to, I believe, the seven or eight-yard line, and they punched in. To, we were up 10-7 at that point to go in. But there was a lot of other things along the way that, you know, wasn't just that play. So had a had a return, a punt return for a touchdown call back. Um, had another touchdown on a hold call back. Um, throw a pick six for an interception. I mean, interception for touchdown. So we had a lot of things there. I think we scored three touchdowns that didn't count. Um, so a lot of penalty problems we got to clean up and uh, mental errors. But, you know, like I said, got to move on, I guess. How do you deal with that? Because I, I can't imagine what the locker room was like that you had to walk into last night after losing in that way. Well, the good thing, you know, uh, our kids expect to win now. I think that's one thing that's a little different than, than in the past. I think they know, if you ask them that, that we were the better team on the football field, I feel like it's easy to say, you know, whenever you, you lose. People say that a lot. I don't, it doesn't, I don't mean that to sound like sour grapes because you got to give station camp credit. they got, you know, good kids and they played hard, but... I think our kids realize, hey, that was on us. We 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 kind of blew that. So uh, you know that that in itself is good. There's no more moral victories. And uh, I don't know if you could have said that a couple years ago. I mean, I knew in my mind that we had some moral victories and losses, but not anymore. We expect to win. We step on the field. So it hurt, man. Kids were crying, you know. And um, bottom line for us, we got to you know keep our heads up and keep plugging. Um, you know, but you to, want it to hurt, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not like that. that's a bad thing. If they no. weren't upset, you know, then I would be worried. So uh, the fact that it bothers them and that they, you know, like I said, expect, expected to win, we all expected. And we, to be honest, probably the only people in the state that expected us to win was in that locker room. Um, so it's good to know a team that, that's 3-0, and 5A team that was 6A last year, and, and we pretty much beat them all over the field and can't get it done. But with that being said, it wasn't physical, and uh, instead of the mental part, you know, so that, that's that's a step in the right, right way, I believe. Mark Frazier is head coach at White County. Coaches talk about, maybe it's a cliche, that you see most improvement game one, game two. Did you see that? Well, you know, it was a little unique for us. So we play game one, then we take a week off with the COVID win over McMinnville. Uh, that game really hurt us, I think, not being able to play. We had a lot of guys cramping we had a lot of guys you know people say you got to get in shape it it's hard to get in shape without playing games games get you in shape i mean i think you see that across the state when oh, it's sure. hot and all this so um i think that game hurt us but now we did have some improvement we we played we played really well on defense we had some guys do a great job to be honest with you, they didn't score on us on our defense so we had some guys play well over there but um you know as far as improvement goes i think we definitely improved i mean we played a a, whole, a totally different animal station camp than we did in our first game. So, um, you know, we did see some improvement. We got to see a lot more before we get into this next week. I, I don't know if you saw it in your game, but I, I think sometimes when the weather, when you get a little bit of a break, as we've had the last couple of g- games, that guys maybe don't hydrate in the same way as they do when it's 95 and 98 and 99. And so it's almost like you see cramping more when the weather breaks just a little bit. Well, we had a bad case of it last night. We preach it and preach it and preach it, but, you know, we preach a lot of things that <laughs> that don't always happen. So I think, you know, they realize that now that if anything good came out of that game last night, they're going to 
pay more attention when we're conditioning and pay more attention to their nutrition and their bodies and, and the water that they got to take in. What do you like about this football team? I love their grit. This team is a tough-nosed, uh, you know, they're close uh, to each other. It, it's, it's a great group to coach. Um, I don't have to get on to them. They know already when things are going the wrong way. You know, this is my third year and the first year, and then even in the second, kids sometimes don't know what to expect from the coaches or what we expect from them Maybe a better way to put it. And at this point, they know. And um, so I didn't have to say anything last night after when they knew. They know what's going on. So that's a, that's a good thing. we got a you know more experienced bunch uh, and played a lot of football. So I think we'll bounce back. It's almost like self-coaching, isn't it? Yeah, it helps a little bit, no doubt. When they know the, when they know what's going wrong, I mean, they were talking amongst themselves during the game, and uh, I hear them talking. I'm going, you know, they, they're getting it a little bit, to kind of understand what we're doing wrong, and so, um, you, you know, you can work with that. So, where is the area where you you say to yourself, we need to get better? Well, we we just had some mental busts up front. Stacey Cam was pretty good on defense. They gave up seven points the first week and gave up 13 points the, the second week to Hillsborough, which, and one of them was on a three-tip pass. It was a fluke. So, But but when you play a good front seven, you know, you can't have mental busts offensive line-wise. Well, we're stepping in the wrong direction. So we, we've got to get better up front offensive line-wise mentally. I don't think it's a physical thing, but we had two or three busts just going the wrong way, you know. So. 16, 17-year-old kids, you got to get them stepping in the right direction. So I think if we get that done, we got to clean up our passing game a little bit as well. Um, got a freshman starting there last night, so that was, you know, can't ask too much from him. But that was, the, you know, those are the two things we got to get better. When we come back to Chick-fil-A Interstate Drive, we're going to meet members of the Warriors. They are here talking White County football. High school playbook talking high school football from week three region play getting started. All across the Upper Cumberland, Mark Frazier, the White County Warriors are here. Uh, did you feel good about where you were placed in terms of region play? Well, you know, you you don't get to control that. We missed, I think, um, region four by 30-something kids. So, you know, we would have been playing some local guys. That would have been fun because the rivalries and, the you know, you know a lot of the kids that you're playing. Uh, but, you know, we're in 5A, so we're after that, you know, it, we were either going to go way east or way west so you know you take what you get and go with it is it good to be back in a region oh definitely i'm excited about that i i you know you want to play for some postseason uh you know we're, we're playing win state championships what you play for so uh you don't get that option in non-region schedule so the kids embrace that i know we're excited about it. we know how big a loss that was last night so now we've got to dig out of that hole did stepping away help get the football program back uh, starting the foundation, I guess, is a way to put it. I think, well, you know, that decision was made before I was hired. Uh, I probably would not have agreed with that decision at the time, but looking back, it probably helped because it gave us a chance to play some teams that were more our size as far as, you know, school. So uh, it gave us a chance to compete with those guys, get some wins, get used to winning. Um, so I'd say in the long run, it was a good decision. Mark Frazier's head coach of the White County Warriors. Who'd you bring along today? Well, we've got Malachi Dow, running back, cornerback. We've got my son, Bray Frazier, plays defensive end, some tight end, and Hunter Sloan is our center. How do you assess your son's play before? Oh, man, I wish I could smack him around a few times. No, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. He, he had a really good game, first game. He played. We played at Levinson at Tech. He had a 
three sacks, I think, a batted ball. And he actually caught a touchdown tied in. We had to time him with a sundial getting in on that touchdown, but he, he got in there. I'm just kidding. He had a great play. And then last night he played really well. We asked him. Had an injury at middle linebacker, so we had to move him from his spot to middle linebacker. So playing a new position on the fly, I was proud of what he did. Bray, so let me ask you, how hard is it uh, to play for your dad? Um, it's definitely not the easiest. You got a lot of people saying stuff about you, including dad. <laughs> uh, you never, I don't know, it's difficult sometimes, but. In the long run, it's pretty good. Do you ever feel like you're away from the game, or is it kind of constant feedback? Um, no, I'd say it's constant feedback. It's it's uh, it's not bad. It's really not all that bad with him. Malachi, how difficult was the loss last night? Uh, it was a tough one, you know. Like <clears throat> we had him at the very beginning, came out second half, and mainly what beat us is like mental stuff and at the end of the day we just beat ourselves it, are do those losses hurt more when you feel like you didn't do everything that you needed to do it's one thing for the other team to beat you it's another thing to kind of beat yourself yeah those those hurt those hurt worse like um it sucks because like we like had it you know we had it in the in our grasp and just let it slip away but we'll we'll learn from this and it will be fine. What is the thing that you worked on in the offseason to better you in your game? Well, well, I was coming off of my injury from last season from where I tore my ACL. And um, may, it was all mainly about trying to gain weight and get bigger and faster and stronger and get my leg back to normal. So mainly just trying to get my leg back and stronger. How hard was it to watch? Oh, it was very hard because, you know, you're sitting there and, you can't do anything about it, and when like the team's down or something, and you just want to be out there and you can't be it, that sucks. Did you gain any perspective from watching on the sidelines? Some people talk about that they see things a little bit differently. Did did that happen for you? Um. Well, yeah, I guess so. But mm, you still rather play. Yeah, I'd still much rather play. I just it just it really hurts. Hunter, how would you assess the offensive line's performance after a couple of games? Well, after the first couple of games, the first game we had some mental mistakes, and I feel like we did pretty good. I mean, we've had some troubles picking up blitzes, and I think this past game we had a lot better job on picking blitzes and washing them and doing good. We just also have uh, some troubles on the outside getting stuff on the edges. What's the key to picking up a blitz? Well, it, it depends if they're showing it or not, but you just got to be ready for whenever it comes. If they're showing it, we got to communicate and tell which way we got to go. I got to tell the guard if I'm going to the backer or if he's got to get backer. Or, um, but most of the time, we don't know what guy we're going to get before the play even starts. So, but a blitz will mess it up quick if we ain't careful. Coach, how do you work on that in practice and trying to prepare to pick up blitzes? Well, we just try to show them as many looks as we can. Obviously, defensively, they're going to do whatever they can to confuse these guys, and they're bringing guys from all over the place, trying to disguise, just like Hunter mentioned, disguising blitzes. So it's, uh, I think what Hunter just said, communication is the biggest part. So we work on them talking to each other, 
and try to show them as much stuff as we can. And that's, you know, you, you'll get better in that aspect as the season goes along because you end up, you've seen everything. Uh, so, you know, that's all we try to do, give as many looks as we can and go from there. Hunter, we were talking to Coach Maynard about playing center and the whole thing of having to get the ball in the right place, but you also got a guy right over there that's about to knock your head off. Yeah, it's definitely tough because you got two jobs instead of really one as any other lineman. I got to make sure I got to get the snap off and then get the guy in front of me. And uh, it's not always in the guy in front of me. I can go from there to the back or wherever it is. So. If I say to you it is Cookville week, what does that mean? Well, that means a lot to me. Since it's my senior year, I ain't beat Cookville once, so I'm going to take it to heart, and I'm going to definitely try to play as hard as I can and try to get the team on my back and carry them, and, which I can't carry them as a lineman, but I'm going to try to lead them. Bray, what does it mean to you to go up against Cookville? Um, <clears throat> well, I've grown up hating Cookville <laughs> since birth. so um, That early, huh? Yeah, birth, mainly from – coach here and uh i think it means to me it is it's just my junior year but i've never beat cookville and i'd really like to see that happen i think the loss from station camp is really going to honestly help us more than hurt us against cookville this week these are guys though i mean you're you're in contact i mean you're in social circles together you play other athletics together so does it mean more because of that 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 you want to try to beat them Oh, yeah, I definitely know, like, Kate Apple. Like, we, we've, like, talked, and I know Brock Owen and them. Like, we, we've, like, talked. And I don't know, maybe it's different for other people, but I think that makes me want to beat them more because I just – I mean, you like them, but you don't like them when you're playing them. I understand. Malachi, because it's that way, not just with the football team, but the student body, the community is all about that, do you have to kind of tune that stuff out during the course of the week? Yeah, it's it's kind of it's kind of hard because you know everyone's talking about oh it's Cookville versus Sparta like like the biggest probably like one of the biggest rivalries you know and everyone's just trying to hype it up you just gotta tune it out and just stay focused. Are you excited about what the rest of the season can bring for this team? Yeah, I'm really excited. Uh, we're like we like he said, Coach Fraser said we're in like a tough region and we're gonna have some tough games come up along the schedule, but I feel like. I feel like we've a. I feel like we have a pretty good shot this year, Coach. What does Cookville Week mean to you? Well, you know, I grew up in Sparta as well, so hate's a strong word, Brave. But <laughs> you know, it is a big rivalry. Um, you know, Coach Maynard actually. I think I told you this earlier. Coached me, so it was. I got a lot of respect for him, and uh, he's helped me out a lot. You know, I get he's a guy I can call and ask questions too. So. You know, you got a lot of respect as far as the coaching goes. I know it's a big, big, uh, big game for for everyone. Um, but to be honest with you, you know, we we won one one game and since 1995, so it's hard to call that a rivalry on the football side of it. So I think it's our job to reignite that rivalry. Uh, we'll be big underdogs again this week. We always are in that game. You're playing a team double your size. I think they got 2,500 kids and we got 1,100. So. Hey, you know, we go out and we'll play hard and uh, try to get a win. It is a fun week, though. It always is when these two. It doesn't matter what sport we're talking about or drama club or chorus. It doesn't matter. (laughs) It's Cookville and Sparta. Mark Frazier, head coach of the White County Warriors, along with Malachi Dow, Bray Frazier, Hunter Sloan. Thank you for being here today. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Tom Loftus as the high school playbook continues from Chick-fil-A Interstate Drive. 
We're presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Jackson County gets the win over Sale Creek, 27 to 20 last night. Coach, how does it feel to come away with a win? Uh, you know, we'll we'll reevaluate everything over the weekend, and uh, but uh, but anyway, I'm just you know proud for our kids to uh, you know long long bus ride and uh, to to get out there after. After not having played last week, just uh, anytime, just, just now, I mean, you just take uh, stuff you just don't take for granted anymore. Uh, but uh, but the kids played hard and, and came out with a win. It was interesting, too, to read kind of the, the uh, previews of this game and a lot of intensity, a lot of emotion on their side because they kind of considered it their first home game. Could you see that as uh, the game started? Oh, my, yes. I mean, you, you could – I mean – even earlier in the week, you, you, uh, the newspaper was talking about it. Uh, you know, I, and, uh, and they did things the right way. I mean, they've, uh, built themselves a, a beautiful stadium. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, that, that little community, they came out and they supported it, had a great crowd last night. I mean, it was, uh, you know, it was electric, <laughs> and um, and you know they they did a good job before the before the game, and um, you know they had some dedications before the game and, and things, and just everybody was there, came out for uh, you know it was a great opportunity for them because I know you know after talking with Coach Cox for the last couple of years, and they've had to travel to uh, to UTC to play all their home games, and for for them, you know. Uh, to, to finally get to play a home game of their own that they can officially call a home game and not have to get on the bus and travel, you know, 20, 25 minutes to, to UTC. Um, uh, you could, you could definitely tell. And, you know, and I told our kids, I was like, this is going to be like their, uh, you know, their game of the year, uh, because, you know, you, everybody's going to remember the first one. And, uh, you know, and I knew that they were going to be excited and I knew that they were going to be fired up, ready to play. And, um, uh, and they were, and uh, you know we, um, you know my hats off to them, and uh, you know again I'm just so happy for that their program as far as like being able to, uh, you know, at least finally get a place to call home. What decided it for your team? What what gave you the victory? Uh, well, first of all, we couldn't get out of our own way. Uh, you know we've we had opportunities to put it away early, uh, but then you know we would have a uh, we turned the ball over, I think, uh, three times or four times, maybe in, in crucial situations. I mean, we we were up two scores and uh, we got a defensive stop uh, there about I don't know midway through the fourth, and then uh, uh, you know if it wasn't like the very next play that they yanked the ball out of one of our kids' hands. Um, but uh, you know, I'm really proud of our defense last night. Uh, they 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 played a lot of snaps because it was it was kind of a lot like last year's game to where they probably controlled the time of possession, you know, double because our our uh, touchdowns and stuff were were off big plays, and um, uh, you know then. We finally got another stop. Well, they scored to, and then got the two-point conversion to get it to within seven. Um, then, uh, you know, I think we had to punt it back to them with, with like uh, three minutes to go. And um, and anyway, they we 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 got a stop on fourth down there uh, with a, with about a minute. And 
and uh, and stuff to be able to to claim the victory. But uh, you know, it was one of those that uh, I felt like uh, you know we sh- we should have won by multiple touchdowns, but uh, unfortunately, you know, you know we're still a little rusty after being off a week and. Uh, we put the ball on the ground way too many times and, and, and gave a, a hungry team in Sell Creek uh, an opportunity to stick around, and, and they stuck around and, and, and scored touchdowns there late in order to uh, uh, you know make it a nail-biter. John Loftus, where do you see that rust the most uh, in, in not playing last week? Well, it's just, uh, you know, one, you see it in your conditioning, uh, you know, with kids cramping on a night that uh, you wouldn't think that there shouldn't be anything and then uh, just uh, you know and then uh, just your ball handling uh, you know that was offensively it was their ball handling more than it was anything else um, I thought we tackled pretty well last night because uh, usually you see it t- tackling conditioning and then ball handling and making sure that you know the you know, mesh points are on point things like that but uh you know, to me, last night it was more of our conditioning and our, uh, our ball handling. It wasn't necessarily our tackling last night. You mentioned big plays offensively. Who came up with some of those big plays to power you to the win? Uh, Austin Birdwell. Um, I think it was on our first drive. He took a, um, I think it, the first one was somewhere around 50 yards for a touchdown. And then he had, I want to think, at least, uh, th- two to three more uh, 50 yard runs um, for the night. So I mean, I, he he had a pretty good night for us on the ground. Um, and then defensively, uh, you know, we had some uh, we had some big stops. Uh, you know, they they like to throw it a lot, and they've got a really good receiver and uh, and things. But uh, you know, I thought uh, you know all in all, I thought we played pretty well. Uh, you know, from that standpoint, from our defensive front, I thought they did a really good job. Our offensive linemen, I mean, I feel like any time that you can uh, probably rush for over 300 yards, I mean, you're, uh, I don't have the stats, but, um, uh, you know, I thought our offensive line, we uh, we got really good push and movement uh, until they just started sending the house on never ever play. Uh, but, uh, you know, I thought they, they, they were consistently pretty good last night. What do you like about Austin's game? Uh, you know, he's somebody that he, he, he's not a very big kid. I mean, as far as, uh, he doesn't weigh a lot. Uh, he's probably, I don't know, somewhere around six foot, uh, 155, 65 pounds, seems like. But, you know, he is just a, 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 a gritty kid who's, who's played a lot of football. He's a four year, uh, you know, he's played for four years. He started for three fours. And he started on the defense for four years, uh, not necessarily the offense. But, uh, you know, once he gets to that second level, uh, you know, he is, you know, he's going to take it to distance. Um, he's quick, he, and he's got pretty good vision. But uh, it's just like somehow, some way, he seems to – he can go in there, it seems like, and, and I wouldn't ever think all of a sudden and he's going to bounce out the back end and, uh, and, uh, and take a run and uh, – but he he really quick, uh, you know, getting to the hole, and we try to move him around a little bit to be able to get him some touches, either you know, not necessarily from our fullback position, but from our wing position, uh, 
and he's a good catcher out of the backfield too. Uh, you know, so uh, he's there's a lot of different ways that uh, that we kind of try to use him uh, in order to uh, uh, you know for what's best for our football team. Jackson County with a win over Sale Creek to even their record at one and one on the campaign. Coach, good to talk to you. Congratulations on the win. Thank you very much, Larry. I appreciate it. Jamestown, our next stop, Monterey, gets the win over York Institute last night, 20-6, to as we're joined by Kerry Johnson, head coach of the Dragons. Coach, what was the story of uh, your team's performance Friday night? Uh, we never really could establish anything, any kind of get any kind of rhythm offensively. Uh, they kept us, uh, they kept the ball a lot. They, uh, the way they play, they run their offense, they, uh, you got a limited number of plays because they're taking the full 40 seconds and, uh, and you got to make the most of your opportunities and we just didn't. I think we played well enough defensively. We did give up a lot of rushing yards to the, to the Bowman kid, but other than, you know, we, Contained it a lot of times, most of part enough to, to stay in the game, but we just didn't get enough rhythm offensively. That's a it's a double whammy almost when they're playing that style of offense, and when you're not in rhythm because you almost start feeling the pressure. I know you do as a fan of oh my gosh, we're you know how many more chances are we going to get here? Yeah, and and you probably and you probably rush. You know, you try you probably press a little bit because you know, and that makes it like you said, yeah, it's like a double whammy there. What pleased you defensively? What you did? Uh, uh, when we uh, when we uh, our secondary has, has has played really well all year. Uh, we not very little completed. The only they got a touchdown pass on us, but uh, two guys they got tangled up and kind of slipped in the end zone, and or we I think we've been right on that one too. Uh, and also we caused. Uh, uh, I thought we had a nice uh, four and. Uh, kind of a inside the 10-yard line stand on a fourth down and uh they fumbled the ball forward and uh they recovered it and, and the one and one referee was blowing it dead another guy gave him the spot and got a first and goal inside there and that was a, that was kind of a kind of hurt there early in the first half or in the first half and you know we would have got the ball there and they end up scoring you know two plays later so kicking the a, stomach moment tough. huh yeah who are some of those guys in the secondary that are playing well for you? Oh, Dalton Barger is—he's been steady all his whole time, his whole career. When he's not been hurt, uh, Miles uh, left you has played great, and uh, Ty Polk and Brett Jones all back there playing well. And uh, they've had to carry the load, and a lot of times we even had to move Miles up as play him outside linebacker at times when we kind of get in a four-four look, maybe a little bit. And uh, and also like to mention, we had a kid get. Uh, uh, hurt last night and it was our, 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 our other starting receiver so we lost both of those guys already uh he had a lacerated spleen and you know we're hoping we're praying for him that he's you know gonna be okay to put him out to vanderbilt so that's kind of an, we're kind of concerned with that right now oh i can only imagine yeah that's scary stuff uh yeah and you know it's uh of course thought it was probably just you know bruised ribs or something our trainer did at first and you know it kind of progressively got worse so they took him on so we're hoping you know he's going to be okay. People talk a lot, Coach, about uh, you know offensive line working together, but that that gelling of a unit, that ability to read each other's mind, so to speak, that's really important for a secondary, isn't it? To play at top level. Oh yeah, and these guys are all they communicate well. There's no doubt about that. We 
they are everybody knows their job and they're and they're kind of old veterans back there but now in a, in a sense miles the youngest one to be in the sophomore those are senior and two juniors and they do they know exactly they kind of know what the other one's behind them is going to be when we're in a certain coverage uh you know especially if you got barter behind you know he's going to have your back and can cover the ground back there York falls to Monterey last night, talking with head coach Kerry Johnson on the high school playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Can you assess where you are at this point in terms of installing your program at York Institute and the things that are important to you as a coach and to your staff? I would say we're uh, we're probably sixty percent there. There's a few things. That, there's some things I still want to get done a little bit differently than we're doing but it's uh you know uh, the 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 players work ethic and 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 how hard they play is not is not in question that's for sure and uh we just need to get uh you know a few guys on the right on the right pages with a few other with a few little details here and there and i think we'll be we'll get there and of course you know we've you know we've played two uh, ten off holes or whatever you look at, two top ten teams, if you will, in our our class. So I mean, our schedule's daunting, and of course we didn't get to play the week before, and we were very disappointed with that. And and so, you know, I think we'll feel a little better about ourselves if we can get it. if we can get a W here in the next uh, next week. If we, you know, and it's against our rival. So yeah, it's uh, uh, there. There's a lot of history between York Institute and Livingston. You don't have to talk much about getting up for this game, do you? No, no, it doesn't matter, and that's you know both teams haven't won a game, so uh, you know it's uh, and they always say you know throw the records out in these type of games, and that's that's what it is because I know there's been times where both on both ends uh, teams uh, one team came in undefeated, another team without a win, and uh, it turned and they went the other way. So it's uh, you know it's uh, it's Livingston, it's Hog Island. So when you're starting to build a program, is there? Is there a risk of trying to do too much at once as a coach and not kind of thinking, you know, I need to, I need to temper things a little bit? Well, that's that's what I, you know, when I try to after games and stuff, I try to evaluate myself as much when I'm watching after, before I'm watching film, thinking about all the stuff we need to do, and and then I think I look at that thing. Maybe we're we're trying to do too much right now, and that's exactly what's you know kind of my process is now. Is you know, and talking to, and, and getting input from the other coaches and. You know, thinking what should we do? Should we take this out? And just you know, we did this pretty well. Let's just do this. You know, and yeah, that is an issue. And and you know, we got to kind of self evaluate. Kerry Johnson leading the York Institute Dragons. They fall to Monterey last night, getting set for the Wildcats this coming week. Coach, as always, thank you for the time. All right, thank you, Larry. Final stop on this week's high school playbook, presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Stone Memorial head coach Derek Samber. Panthers get the win over Livingston Academy, 49-12 to last night. Coach, how pleased were you with your team's performance? Jumped off to a hot start, Larry. Uh, executed well, uh, especially in the first few minutes of the first quarter, uh, and was pleased with that. Made some big plays, and defense came out with physicality and intensity, uh, which is a good way to start region play. How important is it to, to, to teach a team about coming out and kind of establishing their will, so to speak? You know, momentum, I think, is, is a very real thing in high school football. And, uh, you know, uh, teenage boys, and, and uh, their heads can get very up and down. And so when you start off uh, on an upswing like that, I think that's really important. I think a lot of times the first handful of minutes of a football game can be uh, a determining factor.
What'd you like offensively? Made some big plays in the passing game. We were pretty inefficient week two uh, against East Ridge, and we made it a point to to rep a lot of things in the passing game this week, and, and we came out and we were pretty sharp there. So taking those things that you wanted to work on, seeing success, that's important to your to your football team, isn't it? It goes a long way in, in any walk of life, Larry, but to have some confidence and to taste some success, uh, we were really efficient on offense. I think we had 49 points on the scoreboard and only ran about 26 plays. So uh, most of what we did, we, we were successful with and executed it pretty well. Happy with your quarterback play right now? Yeah, Hunter Hedlund, is, uh, he, he's really come along. He's kind of a first-year starter. He started a couple games last year, but uh, we made a change and, and made him our quarterback this offseason. Uh, he earned that job, and, and uh, he's really performed well through three games. What did he do to earn the job? Well, you know, we kind of uh, uh, made an open competition. We had a kid last year, Bryant Carter, a tremendous young man, uh, played quarterback for us for two years, and, and coming into his senior year, uh, he's such a big kid, and really uh, we knew he was going to be a big part of our defense, and we didn't want to put so much on him that he was uh, a middle linebacker and our quarterback. So, you know, we had four or five guys. We felt like uh, Brayden Loopers played a lot of quarterback for us. Chris Hanna uh, is another kid, and, and we just kind of let him compete. And uh, Hunter got the first stab at it in the spring. He's done everything we've asked him to do and never looked back. You know, when you, a lot of guys go both ways, obviously, in high school football, but middle linebacker defensively and quarterback, that's like, you know, that's like the Harvard of football almost in your brain. Yes, it, it would be a big role for anybody. And Bryant took some snaps at quarterback last night, a little package we had for him. But, you know, can't say enough about his attitude, uh, being a two year starter at quarterback and then just kind of stepping aside and doing whatever the team needs him to do. Uh, and he's still a huge part of our football team. Uh, even though he's not necessarily a starting quarterback. Uh, and, and then, obviously, Hunter has stepped into the limelight, uh, taking about every snap at quarterback and succeeded there as well. A couple of games in now. Where do you feel like you are defensively? Uh, defense has been really uh, sharp past couple weeks in particular. Gave up a lot of passing yards week one. Uh, and then we've kind of locked some things in. Really like the way we're pursuing the football uh, and being physical with the line of scrimmage, and that can that can cover a lot of things. But – I think we've tightened some things up on the back end as well. The, the physicality, you, you preach that throughout your entire off-season, summer workouts, everything. That That's really the key to what you want to do defensively, isn't it? It is, and it starts in the weight room. And, you know, we've just uh, – it's a fun team to coach, Larry. It's one of those things where we don't have to, to gas them up too much about it. They they want to hit people, and, and football is a collision sport. And, and our kids are looking to run around and, and collide with somebody on Friday night, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Where would you assess where the Stone team is right now after uh, kind of the first quarter, so to speak, of the season? Uh, three weeks in, it's it's still young season, Larry. It's hard to know a lot, but uh, I think we'll know a lot more after this week when we see a really good Monterey football team. They are physical, aren't they? Uh, you know, just got the film, started watching them, and my goodness, that's uh, hard to believe they're a two-way school. They're big and physical and got some really good backs and athleticism. Uh, we're going to have our hands full Friday night. You said you like this football team. Um, you know, every coach, every team's different. And I think sometimes people don't realize that even when you have guys back and players back and experience back, that there's kind of a, a different vibe, a different personality with every team. 
Yeah, and you, you said it, Larry, and this team uh, has a very different personality from last year's team. We actually graduated a lot of seniors last year, and this group is, is pretty young. Uh, and they've got their own mentality and mindset and personality, as you said. Uh, and it's a group that, that plays with a chip on their shoulder. Uh, some of them are still pretty young kids that we're trotting out there, but they kind of have a chip on their shoulder and a swagger about them. And uh, they want to go out there and play with ener- energy and that physicality we've talked about. Stone Memorial gets the win over Livingston Academy 49-12 to to improve to 2-1 and on this 2021 campaign. Coach, thanks for the time. Larry, thank you. Thank you for all you do for, for sports in our area. Go Panthers.